You are listening to the One Man Show Network. Today, uh, well, I, I don't want to call this a rant, so it's not really a rant. It's just uh, just a little conversation about toxic people, and I guess my experiences with them, or I don't even know, this is more like an intervention or, or whatnot, so sorry if you heard some clicks there. I am going in between some things. So... Yeah, toxic people. I don't know. Who am I to give advice? Uh, Well, you download every week, so you might as well listen. Um, In this world, you know, people will come and go in your life, friends, significant others, family, teachers, bosses, employees, if you happen to be a boss of your own. So you got to make the choice on uh, how people and their personalities will affect you. There are so many types of personalities you will encounter from, I don't know, a funny person, a serious person, the train wreck that makes you feel better about yourself. They're not necessarily toxic. But for me, there are just two types, toxic and non-toxic. Yeah, I know that sounds simpler than it is. And it really, it took me many, many years to discern between the two. Reflecting back in life, I guess I always kind of knew the difference. Now, how do I ultimately make the toxic call? It comes down to who contributes something positive to your life. Pretty simple. Or who sucks the joy out of everything, makes you feel bad about yourself or your friends. Um, Somebody that constantly takes from you, whether it be your time or holds you hostage. You know the type that calls you and you can't get off the phone. Basically asking you for advice hours on end, but then they never take it. Yeah, I I wish I could coined the phrase asshole, but I did not. So, you know, what What about the toxic person that senses your happiness? Only to make a snide comment like, oh, I see your husband or wife is here, or isn't here again. You know, fuck you. It's more asinine statement. Is it, I mean, is there a more asinine statement on this planet? No. It is only directed to make trouble. Why would the toxic person say something like that? Well, because they are miserable douches, and in the end, misery loves fill-in-the-blank company. Now, we have the social media toxic person, namely Facebook. Facebook has got to be the worst. At least Twitter limits you to 140 characters, and really, Instagram only people only really look at the pictures. So I just really, on Facebook, I just try to put pictures of my food and kids and an occasional joke, which none of my Facebook friends ever get. My Twitter friends do, but my Facebook friends do not. Uh, And there are just some that suck the life out of you. You don't complain about everything. This is still on Facebook, you know. They always have a bad day or they blame other people for life's problems. One thing I've learned, especially with having employees... 
you know, it's the ones whose parents call into work for their children or the first ones to call you if you have to discipline them for whether they're late or they do something at work, whatever, blah, 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 blah. You know, they're the ones that entitled their children and, and, and teach them they can do no wrong. And guess what? They grow up to be little whiny babies that post on Facebook about how miserable the life is. And now they can't catch a break. And in the end, they blame everyone for everything. Nothing is ever their fault. And they will become job hoppers and blamers. How do I know this? I have had literally thousands of people aging, raging, <laughs> raging, aging, ranging from age 16 to, oh gosh, even as old as almost in the 80s. So I know what I'm talking about. Now, what about the toxic people with substance abuse problems? Now, don't get upset here. I have dealt with people like that in my life, and I've managed to help them basically get the treatment they need. However, there are some that do the treatment and come back and make the conscious choice while sober to make their continuing mistakes and destroy their families, other families, uh, you know, wreck a car and innocent people, whatever they do. And for those that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you have heard me speak of my sister. Um, you know, a relapse after years of sobriety compelled me to handle things a little differently than I had before. You know, I, last time I'd take her to rehab and it was all a big shock and we tried to help her. I basically helped raise her kid the first few years of her life. Well, you know, she became too dependent on us and, and she relapsed. And instead of taking care of her and doing everything for her that time, I made her get sober, dragged her to meetings. And really, I basically had her handle her own affairs, of course, while I supervised. You know, I, I told her how it was going to be, what you need to do. You can't count on me if uh, this, this is how your life's going to be. You know, you can't count on me to take care of your kid if this is how your life's going to be. This is what you need to do. You can't. You can't fall back. You, you got to do what I tell you to do, and that's it. So I, at the time, I had drug tested her intermittently and even had to move away from that because she would just become overly dependent on me. And then, I don't know, I, it's just a fine line. I can't tell you how to handle anybody when it comes to that. So I'm very, very proud of the choices she's made and continues to do well. And she's a good mom. And it just goes to show you have a choice. I, I, you know, I understand addiction is a disease, but there is that moment of clarity where you are sober. You have had the help that you need. Your friends and family have done everything they can to help you. And you make a conscious decision while sober to go back to it. So let's, let's take another angle here. Let's flip this to toxicity in the workforce. I've been in all sides of it. From bosses I've had, peers I've worked with, to employees I was in charge of. You know, the whole one bad apple spoils a bunch is, that's 100% legit. I've heard many variations of the 80-20 rule. So basically, you're spending 80% on one problem. You're spending only 20% on the problems you probably need to spend. So here's what I mean by that. So you're spending 80%, let's say, dealing with the issues of one toxic person. You know, that employee that's late all the time or the one that can't seem to get the hang of things or, you know, the one that keeps causing trouble. Um, but the problem is you're spending 80% dealing with that crap, but you're only paying 20% of the attention to the people that actually deserve it. You know, the ones that are trying to make the workplace better. You know, want to free up 80% of your time real quick? Cut out the uh, toxic people 
of the workplace. Now let's flip this around to customers. Yeah, nobody wants to lose a customer. But back to the 80-20 rule, you're spending 80% trying to please the impossible customer. You're neglecting all of your other current customers and even potential customers if they're hung up in line waiting for some jackass that'll never be happy. So in some cases, you're just absolutely holding up business. Other people waiting. Uh, the atmosphere's bad. At the retail level, you don't even get paid enough to stay in there and listen to people just verbally bash you, curse at you. Yes, mistakes are made. Sometimes you have to take that lashing, and that's just part of it. But repeat offenders, you know, sometimes you just got to make a tough decision. And say, hey, I think no matter what I'll, what I do, I'll ever, ever be able to please you. Best of luck with wherever you decide to do business. I just don't think it's going to be with me. And I am just one of those people that are strongly affected by what others say and do. You know, I got to keep the toxic away from me. It just, I can't do it. I can't function. It makes me miserable. You know, no matter who they are, friends, family, whatever. And, you know, people think I'm a bad person because of that. I just can't handle it. You know, I try to be a positive father, husband, everything else. And it's it's hard to keep that up when other people drag you down. Luckily, uh, I have a wife that's a saint that understands that. Now, she deals with a lot of shit. And she can. It's just how she's wired. And it doesn't affect her nearly as much. I'm very grateful she understands who I am as a person. Uh, doesn't force me into these things. Um, I don't care who you are, even if. You are my wife. People have their limits. And, and she's grown older, more responsibility, uh, more responsibilities and, and this and that. She realizes that as well. But still a saint. Almost. Uh, yeah. People just have their limits. Um, anyway, you know, I'm getting off the soapbox. I'm actually getting ready to record another podcast. That's two in one night. I'm not releasing them on the same night. And, of course, for those of you who I promised pictures of Colorado, uh, check out my Facebook page. You just Google Aaron Weinbaum, Facebook, it'll it'll show up. I, I think all my stuff's open to everybody. So uh, I don't deny friend requests usually unless it's like I think it's a spam or something. If you're from the podcast, just hit me a note. Let me know. I'll, I'll certainly accept that. And that's it. I... Uh, I'll come back soon. I'm, I'm still trying to get some interviews put together and whatnot, but what a whirlwind, and I'm not going to bitch about it like I do every week because that would be toxic, and nobody wants to listen to a toxic <laughs> – I can't even say it – listen to a toxic podcaster. Now, remember, if you want to keep supporting the podcast, uh, feel free to leave me an iTunes review, but most importantly, you can visit the affiliate links at AaronSaysWhat.com. And all the information to find me on the Twitters, the Facebook, the Instagram are there as well. And until next time, Shalom. You are listening to the One Man Show Network. Are you looking for a permanent home for your podcast? Spreaker can do it all. Spreaker will give you your own RSS feed that you can submit to other platforms, including iTunes. Spreaker's mobile app lets you record from your smartphone, or you can use their web-based console with everything you need to record. 
Their podcasting plans include being able to host multiple podcasts, no extra charge. Have a YouTube channel? Spreaker has that covered. Effortlessly upload your podcast audio to your channel. You can even move your current podcasts to Spreaker without losing your current iTunes subscribers. Try any plan for free for 30 days using promo code ASW.